And then you have the uh, Broncos. Oh, I have mentioned. Give, 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 give him the first name. Case. Case. <laughs> 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 okay, welcome to episode ten of an Englishman's NFL podcast. Other people um, are here. This is an important milestone. It is. Uh, ten shows shows uh, a level of commitment, which I'm proud of personally. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you both bailed last week, so you know. Well, you know, I had to prevent uh, major flooding. Lewis was here. I sent him home because yeah, he didn't true. need a producer. And we said, hey, Ben, you can do it. So uh, as part of our housekeeping, uh, we just say that we're on all the podcast platforms. There you go. And uh, injury report. You know, this is an important one, especially if you do fancy football. Um, and if you haven't necessarily been able to keep up with all the games, uh, we do a recap later on. But we go for all the injuries because we don't do that necessarily in the well, recaps. All the important ones. Yeah. Some oh, yeah. players. Oh, you know, Tony Adams, that's definitely an old English centre-back. Hurt <laughs> <laughs> his knee. Arsenal in England. Oh, this is... <laughs> Arsenal in England defender Tony Adams. Strange knee ligaments Just playing old. for the Oakland Raiders. In 1999. <laughs> okay, injury report. Who have we got, Ben? Um, so, we'll go... There's some offensive and then a couple of defensive players as well, but we'll start on offensive. So Cooper Cup um, was the victim of, like, a gross-looking horse-collar tackle where he grabbed, like, the back of somebody's jersey where there's, like, some places that basically pulled them backwards did something to his knee and we saw it happen we're like okay he's surely done for the game he actually came back in yeah I heard to that finish today. out the first half it folded he, behind him his legs. yeah it was gross so, so he came back in and they so got caught straight in. away sorry and apparently he was not in for long got taken back no, out so, but... he, so that was in the first half he came back in to finish the first half and then sat out the rest of the game um, so he'll have some scans to see what that's about that's very impressive it, it looked yeah. horrendous it looked gross was but, that the one that was sort of as they were sort of going into touch Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah yeah I did see that yeah, and, like, and you thought he did something to his ankle because like something shifted down there as well. It's not, wow. not, didn't look good. Um, but so we'll wait and see about that one. Josh Allen hurt his elbow uh, on his throwing arm. Josh which... Allen looks like a seven-year-old. I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't realise until they showed him on the sideline. I was like, he, wow, he looks like... He, he looks young. He yeah. looks like an infant. Okay. Fresh-faced. Um, and then Quincy Nunwa uh, injured his ankle um, on a play that he caught a pass and then injured his ankle in the tackle... And immediately fumbled because he went down to like grab his ankle, oh, which didn't help my fantasy team. Uh, but that's different. Um, so, but he's gone off for an MRI to decide the extent of that. Uh, Mari Cooper left the game for the Raiders with a concussion, um, and he's had a, he's had a few of those. Um, and so they kind of they build up if they happen within a certain period of time, which did, isn't great. Did the guy get flagged for the t- tackle? Because no. I remember he was talking about it afterwards, but I didn't. It was on mute. While no, there was, I was no typing. No penalty. Nothing. Hmm. It just it just was. Um, and then lastly on offense, Baker Mayfield hurt his ankle in that Browns yeah. game. Um, which was part, not exclusive, but part of why he didn't look very good. Um, and so we'll don't, we don't know the full extent of that. Mm. Um, Derek Carr also got hurt, but they said it should be fine. Um, moving on to defense, a couple of big ones. Um, for the Lions, Jamal Agnew, their all-pro cornerback, has been placed on IR uh, with a knee injury. And so he's done for more or less the rest of the season. He could come back if they're in a playoff spot, uh, similar to where David Johnson was last year. They could have brought him back, but they weren't in contention, so they won't. Um, so we'll wait and see on Jamal Agnew and then uh, Vikings, their rookie cornerback, Mike Hughes, who's actually played pretty well for them yeah, yeah, so yeah. far. Um, they think that he's torn his ACL, which isn't great. That's not um, good for a D that's already struggling. Yeah. and yeah, They kind of stepped up the last couple of weeks, but certainly mm-hmm. they looked shaky for a while. And to lose somebody, one of their standout guys who was playing a lot of snaps for them to an ACL isn't ideal for them. No, not at all. Okay. Injuries, great, lovely. It's good. It's like that's a good little feature for me because I don't necessarily get all that out of the back of a Sunday. So it's great for me to know some of those things as I'm planning maybe 
fancy, but also your opinions on teams going into weeks the next week. So thanks yeah. to that, Ben, your work. Um, you, ben. So <laughs> chosen 22. So we're not making too many changes. We're just going to have a note uh, from someone on our defence. So uh, Clayus Campbellman. Yeah, um, so he got hurt in the Jags game against the Cowboys kind of late on, and so it might, it might not mean too much. We haven't really, I haven't heard anything about it anyway. Um, but it's something to keep track of, and so mm. if that's something that keeps him out for a couple of weeks, we might uh, change him at some point. And if we do, it'll probably be at some point during this week, and we'll announce it on Twitter or something. Yeah. Uh, the only other note is that JJ Watt is amazing. Okay, uh, so stats of the week. Ben loves a stat. I love a stat. Mm, it's one of the main who reasons. Who doesn't love a stat? Yes, it's true. It's one of the main reasons I think I like the NFL so much because they really value uh, statistics and the amount of analysis on players, which is just it's so readily based. available. Yeah. yeah, like the, the the college players go to the combine just to produce stats for people to yeah. an, an, <laughs> like give analysis to, um, and I love that. I could literally just read and pour into that for a long time. So we do a stat of the week. Uh, ben, what have you got for us this week? Uh, so this week, um, the Jaguars signed Jamal Charles um, at a free agency because obviously there's some uh, uncertainty around Leonard Fournette and his hamstring and how long that's going on for. Mm. And then signing him is probably a bad sign if you own Leonard Fournette, um, which no. isn't great for us in our flea flicker one. It's not good for no. you in our home league. No. I've got him in another league as well. No. It's concerning. Anyway, they signed Jamal Charles uh, this week. And so before their game against the Cowboys, a stat came from but. As of that, before that game, he could rush 110 times for zero yards on all 110 carries and still average five yards per carry on his career. That's unbelievable. That's insane. That's why a lot of people say he's a Hall of Fame running back, just because his stats are amazing. Not that he's necessarily like a household name or anything like that, um, but he has had an amazing career. Yeah, his his stats are pretty mad. And his, I think it was, I saw the stat in the game, I can't remember the exact number, it might have been 5.4, 5.6 maybe yards per carry, but it's like among a certain qualification is far and away the highest did you get used much on Sunday? Uh, not really okay <laughs> so game recaps Lewis puts 90 seconds on the timer uh, his iPad sometimes just decides to make noises in between things we'll try and ignore that um, and me and Ben do our best to review this week uh, this weekend's games uh, you feel ready for it today Ben? sure I certainly don't uh, we, <laughs> we're, we're going to stick to the timer because Lewis is the boss of this uh, the team's on by so we won't be talking about the Saints and the Lions okay so Ben you have the Eagles and the Giants Thursday night football how fun um, Eagles beat the Giants in New York well New Jersey technically uh, 34-13 and this game is proof that when it comes to like football in general like the NFL in general running backs don't matter Hmm. Saquon Barkley went absolutely crazy in this game 229 scrimmage yards um, led both teams in rushing and receiving across the board obviously the most rushing yards but also the most receiving yards on the entire team I think he had 99 receiving and nearly 130 rushing and the Giants still lose Mm. by a lot Um, Wow The Eagles offense in fairness to them stepped up because they've kind of been a little bit shaky to start the year um, Wentz has come back in Jeffrey's come back in and just gradually over the course of the last couple of weeks they've taken steps to get better and they kind of reached a point in this game where they were very good Jeffrey um, grabbed two touchdowns for I think it was eight or nine catches Ertz had a big game as well went through three touchdowns in total um, but really the, the big talking point is that the Giants just don't look good mm-hmm. Eli Manning looks kind of spent they don't seem like they have any real inspiration as a team or anything to properly get them going obviously they've got Barkley and he's been the one kind of bright spark yeah. but they don't seem to be able to scheme anything as a team no. that puts them in a place to win games and a bit like the Cowboys they're just not a fun team to watch no. um, they go 1-5 and five now yeah, um, which is yes. not good they're 0-3 at home which is very not good wow. Eagles improved to 3-3 three and, three and they're currently leading the division 
Rest in peace, Giants. Sad times, sad times. How long do you have left in this one? Three, two, oh, one. I do have Incredible. a question for you, okay? We're going to go back to Arby's. Uh, uh, running backs don't matter, okay? We'll okay, go down. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, a bit of analysis for Ben. Okay. Buccaneers, Falcons, Ian, talk me through it. So we all knew this was going to be a shootout um, and we just yeah. need to prep ourselves to every game that the Falcons are going to be in. And the majority of the Buccaneers, although they will probably just sometimes get trounced, uh, every game the Falcons play, it's going to be a shootout because they have such a good offense and a terrible defense. Um, so the Falcons won 34-29 um, and everyone was scrambling like crazy to get anyone in their fantasy roster this week. I was yeah. considering playing um, Ito Smith, which would have actually been quite a good pickup in the end. Got a touchdown. Um, but both teams, like I said, have weak defences. Both quarterbacks threw over 350 yards. Um, Winston had four touchdowns and Ryan had three touchdowns. Um, Winston started slow. I mean, yeah, I turned to Ben and said, you know, Ben and said that Winston just does not seem to be uh, a QB which you can feel confidence in. And also Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing great. Doesn't seem even that different to him, but Fitzpatrick got dropped. Um, but he actually had a really good game in the end. Yeah, played around. very well. Um, after the Bucks got their first touchdown of the game, though, the Falcons replied. Uh, they missed an extra point. Falcons replied straight away with a, a touchdown from Sanu, which was a nice surprise for you in the fantasy team, Ben. Um, and in then the uh, Falcons never let the lead slip for the rest of the game. Um, Julio Jones had another game without a touchdown, but had ten receptions for 143 yards. OJ Howard back very quickly from injury took us by surprise in our yeah. league uh, because we did put him back in as our tight end um, with 62 yards and touchdown was very good for him. Um, but the Bucks were always going to struggle. They were so close to pulling off a miracle, a few lateral passes towards the end, which was a bit, it was a bit rushed and messy. Someone yeah. fumbled it, picked it up. Um, but if they had mm. done that at the end to, to win the game, that would have been amazing. Because you don't yeah. normally see something like that in the NFL happen. It's sort of crazy. Deshaun Jackson was very angry. <laughs> he was. <certainly. laughs> so, Ben, uh, Panthers and the Redskins. Yeah, Redskins pull off a win at home, 23-17 over the Panthers. And it, it wasn't really a great game to watch. But what the hype, the big thing for me is how, certainly this year, how reliant the Panthers have been on Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's only his second year, but their, their offences seem to run through him now. And in a way that, obviously, you look at the Cowboys and their mm-hmm. offence runs through Zeke. At the minute, it feels like the success of the Panthers rests and falls on how, how well McCaffrey plays. Yeah. Um, and he was held to, I think, 66 total yards, and that's by far his lowest of the season. Yeah. Washington did a really good job um, of, of limiting what he's able to do. DJ, DJ Moore did not have a good game. No. At one point, he had two touches on the game, both of which went for fumbles. Yeah. He ended up with four catches for a, a decent number of yards. But he had an important catch towards the end, which would have helped yeah. redeem. I think it was on third down to get first down. Yeah, and, and so the Redskins came out, Washington came out to a pretty decent lead, mm-hmm. and then... Cam started to come back, uh, found Tory Smith for a couple of nice catches, yeah, found was, him for a touchdown, took yeah. a conversion, they were back in the game. Yeah. And uh, and then they were they went they lost on they turned the ball over on downs in the fourth quarter like fifteen seconds left. And they were, and it, and the last three throws were just like, oh man. They they, they weren't great. And no. the Panthers, again, they find themselves in situations and you want to be able to properly trust your quarterback like Rogers or Brady, that they're gonna make a throw. Can't really trust Cam to do that. Washington are a difficult team for me to get like a feel for for how they're doing. I agree. Like they're, they're actually a sneaky, mm. decent defense. The offense just seems to grind mm. it out. Um, and it's, it's a very Alex mm. Smith team is what I wrote. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it feels yeah. like Alex Smith as a team. Both, both those right teams, uh, just sorry, Lewis, I am so sorry. sorry. No, you carry on. Uh, you ignore me. Both <laughs> those teams lack, so like you're saying with the Panthers, it was Cam's throw, but both teams lack like a real solid playmaker who you can rely on. Um, and, and I just feel like their offenses lack something. Yes, yeah, I mean McCaffrey's been that so far yeah. actually this year. And also coming back to my games, help. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, 
Seahawks Raiders at Wembley. Yeah, so we had our first London game, Lewis. I did see that. Exciting. Me and Ben are going to Wembley in two weekends' time with our with our friends. Sorry, Lewis. Um, that's that's going to be a really good time. <laughs> we also didn't know this show was going to be happening when we ordered tickets. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, so this is a something which you need to observe though that Wembley recently um, have had some poor one-sided games. We're talking last night. Big blowouts. Um, so for the last five games in the UK, not just Wembley, uh, Seattle won twenty-seven three over the Raiders. The Vikings won thirty-three sixteen over the Browns. The Cardinals lost. 33-0 to the Rams. The Saints beat the Dolphins 20-0 and the Jaguars beat the Ravens 44-7. And the, one of the worst things for me in, in the NFL is a, is a blowout. It's not fun to watch at all. Um, but the last five games in, in the UK have been that. Uh, if you look before that, they're actually closer games, more contended. Right, sure. But recently, it's like one team is prepared better for an international game than the other and it's shown dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jags always do well because they always play in the UK so they very understand what to do. Anyway, uh, the Raiders couldn't get anything going basically. Uh, they couldn't stop the pressure on Derek Carr, who uh, had six uh, got sacked six times in this game. Um, he only threw for 142 passing yards, which is horrid. Um, they only actually rushed for 79 yards as well. Um, so the Raiders just did not get going at all. Um, they suck. Uh, this allowed Seahawks. So, so their recent revival, they look pretty good. They're three and three now. Um, they're, Wilson, they're outperforming their roster. For sure. Uh, but the D looks pretty good, actually. The D looks okay at times. Uh, they threw three touchdowns and kicked two field goals. Um, the Raiders for one, um, one and five, they do look bad. You have to wonder how long Gruden will last. He has a ten million pound ten year contract. Ten year, hundred million dollar contract. Hundred million. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 10 year, he got given a ten year contract. He'd been out of football for like over ten years. I think it was like twelve years. Wasn't yeah, it? at least. Yeah. Being commentator, then he used to be a Raiders coach. Came back in as their coach. Ten years, a hundred million contract. That and he's and he started one and five. But how long you've got to stick with him for a bit that, that 100 million yeah. is fully guaranteed he could leave at any point and still get paid the rest of the 100 million no matter what happens who signed off on the contract John Gruden did <laughs> yeah he, ha- he has also has um, like basically doesn't he have like shares in the team it's, it's possible it's a real crazy contract which is like yeah he's very invested in them yeah, yeah. The, if, if you want to yeah. have if you want to have a little bit of fun and mm. slash a lot of sadness uh, search on Twitter mm. for Derek Carr crying there, <laughs> Gen- genuinely though there there is a there's a video that's going around of, he's just taken a sack and i think it was like he he'd been he was sacked like five or six times in a game he's just taken a sack and it it genuinely looks like not only does it look like he's crying it, you can lip read him and it looks exactly like he's saying i want my mummy it's terrifying <laughs> if you're a fan of the raiders you can't be saying i want my mummy though but but okay i want you to i want you to go and <laughs> look at that video Find that video and tell me it doesn't look like it's, okay. it's probably, it can't be what he's saying, but it looks like it's okay. what he's saying. That's funny. But, but even so, like you, you know, if somebody has a, like a crying face, and it's seriously, it looks like he's in tears. And John Gruden has destroyed this team. Okay. He's pulled them apart. It's quite scary. So Ben, yes, me. We all rant over <laughs> uh, Colts at the Jets. What a random high-scoring game! I like this game a lot. It, it, it's, it's a completely pointless shootout. You kind of want to see it. You want to see the shootouts that you would see between like um, the Falcons and the Steelers, mm-hmm. the Falcons and the Tampa Bay and Falcons and whoever. Yeah. This year, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want you want to see two really good teams come together. The, the, the Jets and Colts are not good teams necessarily, but mm. 42-34 to the Jets at home. Their first time with back-to-back wins for a few years, which is good for them. I think it's actually just over a year since the last back-to-back wins. Um, Andrew Luck threw four touchdowns, but also threw three interceptions, which is not good. Mm. Um, The Jets kicker, Jason Myers, hit seven field goals in the game. So that's a franchise record for him. 
He scored 24 points because he also got a couple of extra points in there as well. Um, so it's seven field goals, which is 20 points, three extra points, which is probably 24 points, which is the second most points scored by, scored by a player who didn't score a touchdown. Um, That's crazy. And the, the only guy who scored more was he scored 26 points on like eight field goals and something. Um, uh, like way back in the 60s, I think it was. But this was one of those shootouts. If you look at the scoreline, you're thinking, okay, touchdowns everywhere. But because the Jets scored 21 of those points on field goals, um, and they got a pick six as well, their offense didn't really actually do that much. Yeah. Um, and so it was a shootout that never really felt like one. Lots of mistakes as well. Andrew Luck throwing interceptions. It's kind of felt like a bit of a weird game to watch. Um, but the Colts, that Owen... Oh, and five mm. now because they've had their bye. No, one and five, sorry. Mm. They just look lost. Mm. And having luck mm. throw 40 plus times a game on a surgically repaired shoulder is not a recipe for success. It's not what you want. It's not the way you build a winning team. Okie dokie. Cardinals and Vikings. Tell me about it. Uh, so the Vikings beat the Cardinals 27 17. Um, the Vikings were at home in the lovely Viking boat stadium. <laughs> um, uh, this is they've won two games in a row after a bit of a free game wobble where they drew one yeah. and lost two. Um, they didn't look like the Vikings we all expected them to be anyway, which Ben did predict. Um, they seem to have it back on track, but they do concern me. Like a couple of times we've been watching the Vikings and it goes across to the game and, and Cousins doing silly things, okay? Yeah. Uh, so he's fumbled the ball five times this season and had three interceptions, um, which is high for a player which come in as sort of like a franchise quarterback straight away, no questions. Um, five fumbles is terrible. Obviously, that doesn't help that the offensive line is terrible, so he's getting yeah. pressured like crazy. Fumbles have been an issue for him across his entire career. Yeah, so it's a worry. Uh, up until this game, okay, they had no, they've had no running game, and their D hasn't played well um, in certain games. Like you said, they're yeah, improving. Yeah. Um, so the Vikings are still a little bit of a team where you can imagine them going on the run, which makes them look like they could be a Super Bowl winning team. Or you wouldn't be surprised if they lose six, seven games in the season. Uh, they're yeah. very much in the middle ground right right now. Um, but like I said, the Vikings actually had uh, a great day for running the ball. Um, Latavius Murray rushed for 155 yards on 24 carries with. Um, Cook still out injured. Um, the Cardinals will also be encouraged what they saw from Rosen. Like they aren't necessarily dominating games. They aren't doing great, but, but he is actually playing team. well. No, they're not a good team at all. And he's actually playing quite well for a rookie quarterback. Um, really, I think he, he's actually looked quite consistently okay. Whereas the other yeah, ones have yeah. gone and, from uh, left to right yeah. and good and bad. And I guess it makes sense for a rookie QB to be on a bad team. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, and huh? find ourselves in that situation. Mm. Yeah. The, the one thing that I will note on Kirk Cousins yep. is that you, you kind of put, you take the fumbles as been an issue for him his entire career, and you take the Bills game kind of out of the equation, yeah. that one random game. His numbers have been actually been pretty incredible. I know they've been very like good. Passing yeah. yards and touchdowns. He's he's played actually very very well, which I didn't necessarily expect. Adam Feeling. State of life. Adam Feeling is playing. Incredibly He's well. Fantasy king right now. Oh, wow. And even in just six consecutive 100 yard games. This is only the second player ever to do that. Uh, and just quickly, sorry, Lewis. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> um, we talked about him being legend. And he, if he gets 750 or more yards this season, he goes to second in the all time receiving yards for a wide receiver or any yeah. player. Which you player. say was like pretty much Def- guaranteed. guaranteed, yeah. Um, Should he, be. <laughs> so far this season, has 176 yards and is struggling so badly because this team is dreadful. Um, and he's retiring this year. 
he I, says. He has to get this record. <laughs> he'd, be so clo- he'd be so close over such a long career. And to have this season as his last season would be just so disappointing. And you've got to hope they Go turn. to another team. <laughs> Go Honestly, to another team he, is, he is the Cardinals through and through. They love him. He is like the Gerard of Liverpool. Uh, you know that sort of caliber, but he, <laughs> go to another team and ha- win a Super Bowl and get a thousand yards in the season. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry, I went on too long there. <laughs> Steelers and Bengals. Then this every year is normally one of the most entertaining games. Like Steelers mm. and Bengals hate each other. Yeah, they really, really don't like each other. Yeah, um, and this time, as kind of just has been the record recently, Steelers come in to Cincinnati um, and beat the Bengals. They win twenty eight twenty one on our last gasp, like literally the last 10 seconds, um, a touchdown to Antonio Brown, which Big saved touchdown. my fantasy team. Big touchdown, 30-something yards, um, but it needed to happen. And so um, James Conner rushes for hundred yard, over 100 yards and two touchdowns for the second game in a row. This is the first Steelers running back to do that since, I think his name is Jerome Bettis, I think I saw the start. I don't mm-hmm. have it in front of me. But Levin Bell hasn't done that as the Amazing. important, controversial talking point. Um, yeah. Both Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown go for over 100 yards. Big Ben threw for 369 yards, but only one touchdown. Um, but part of that is that both of Connor's touchdowns were like goal line ones. And so he kind of got them two there and then kind of rushes it in. Um, and then, yeah, 10 seconds on the clock. Bengals were up 21-20. And had, Mixon had given them a touchdown um, with like one minute 40-something left on the clock. Uh, Big Ben marches down the field, uh, gets them with 10 seconds left from about 39 yards, I think it was, out. And he, he was talking about after the game, he's like, he saw that they were lining up for a proper all-out blitz. Um, no safety deep, nothing, like no help, basically, in the backfield. Everybody was going to rush the quarterback. And so they lined up. And basically, if, if the Bengals do that to the Steelers, Antonio Brown scores mm. a touchdown, which he did. Um, mm. He was like, it's just about how fast I get the ball to AB. And he did it fast. And there's a lot of talk after the game about it probably should have been a penalty because the guy next to Antonio Brown was blocking downfield past one yard, past the line of scrimmage. Um, and there was some disagreement about that. But anyway, yes. I don't care. It made my fantasy team better. Interesting Sorry. stat whilst we're here. Yes. Uh, Big Ben is now 14-2 and two playing in the Bengal Stadium. Wow. Well, he owns that surrounded team. by scaffolding. Ha, 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 ha. That is why... Moving on. <laughs> we need to have muting controls over you, my friend. Ian. Uh, let... And you should talk now about the Chargers and the Browns. The Browns. Uh, okay, so uh, Baker Mayfield, I would say, had his worst game as the Browns starting sure. quarterback. Yeah. Um, he took a... Was it when he came off the field? He caught his foot on the little bit of... Yes. When he so he, himself is when he, he ran he'd off. He'd gone for a scramble and he got pushed out yeah. as he was kind of crossing the line of scrimmage. And then as he's kind of naturally trying to decelerate, you stamp your feet and he... I don't know what it was that he started. It might have been like a the first down marker maybe or something, but basically yeah. slips and as he slips, oh, his foot then foot. plants off, off the end of that slip yeah. and like hyperextended his leg. It didn't look great. Yeah, it was not good at all. Ben is like the, the resident doctor, so I ask his opinion. He for is, agree. yeah. Um, and he then, he then just did not look... They hadn't really fired up until that point, but you always say he could come through. Basically, yeah. He didn't look... He looked like he was unfocused because of that. Every like time he was he, playing hurt, yeah. Yeah, when you get knocked down, he's coming up, he's holding his knee or holding his leg and things like that. His, your mind is off the game. It's on to the injury. Um, and in your mind, maybe you start having excuses. Uh, but the Browns looked a little bit more like the Browns today. Uh, the Chargers looked in control from the start of the game, like I said. Um, and they are looking very good. They're starting yeah. to really hot up. So Melvin Gordon had 132 yards and, uh, and three rushing touchdowns. For the first time in his career, he had three rushing touchdowns. Oh, wow. Um, he's had three touchdowns before, but not three rushing. 
um, all right. in one game. Yeah. Uh, that's nine touchdowns in six games for a player that I decided not to draft in favour of the injured <laughs> pro Fournette. Um, I'm extremely bitter about that. Uh, Tyrell Williams as well came from nowhere he had three receptions he caught ball three times okay uh, for 118 yards and two touchdowns that is a very productive day Um, but like I said the Browns look like the Browns Um, the Chargers who are without Joey Bosa they're probably their best um, defensive player um, is obviously still not there they're feeling it but they still notched up an impressive five sacks in the game Um, so yeah be interesting to see how the Browns bounce back for that or whether they sort of go down a little bit of a losing streak but yeah it'll be interesting so Ben Bills at the Texans oh I don't ever want to have to talk about a Bills game ever again you tend to have them though so I'm happy about that <laughs> yeah it just works out works out every week when Ian decides who gets what game Ben gets <laughs> the Bills guy. I didn't get, oh, the, I didn't no. get the Ravens though just fooled me <laughs> um they, every game it seems they're involved in they seem to drag the other team down with them with the exception of the game they had against the Chargers who were amazing against them they just they, particularly the game last week against the Titans they were just so like it's angry just cat. <laughs> angry cat. I realise if there are Bills fans listening to this I don't hate your team please keep listening for like no reason it, I just don't have fun watching them hmm. um, just churning out boring games Deshaun Watson didn't look great but he did have cracked ribs and at one point had a partially collapsed lung, so was struggling to breathe. What? Um, and still managed Sorry, to put the Texans... playing... Yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we, we're going to need to extend this one. We're going to need to extend this one. Look, what you need to do is watch week five highlights of the Texans game, okay? So Deshaun Watson must have tried to rush the ball for a, for a touchdown about four to five times, yeah? And every single time got destroyed like just got stopped by a yeah. wall of men okay and was just getting con- consistently hit and hit and hit and their offensive line isn't good so throughout the game he's getting hit anyway um, but the amount of times he tried to rush a touchdown <laughs> he came out of the game with like four injuries uh, four knocks and he is feeling he's not going to last season if they continue like this yeah he, he's trying to play like he's Cam Newton and he's not built in the same way that Cam Newton no. is because Cam Newton is a big an enormous human being yeah whereas um, and Sean Watson isn't small no other, like he I'm I'm small <laughs> he's a lot more he is a lot more he's just a little bit small, slighter yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. anyway back to the game Texans move 13 and 10 up isn't Deshaun um, Deshaun no uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a nice touchdown grab mm-hmm. it, it, he might have the longest arms in the world it's kind of quite scary um, Zay Jones got himself a touchdown which was nice to see after kind of a messy off season for him with some um, stuff going on we'll say definitely um, Josh Allen fun fact he averaged five yards per carry mm. which is more than his 4.9 yards per attempt he averaged through the air that's horrid um, which doesn't mm. ever happen in the world but he left the game with an injury to his elbow mm. so Nathan Peatman comes into the game and does what Nathan Peatman does and threw two interceptions one of which went for a game ending pick six so <laughs> Nathan Peatman has a touch it's not a very good one <laughs> Yeah, he, he loves to throw an interception. He loves playing incredible in the preseason and then throwing the ball to the other team for us to be here. Um, Not good at all. Ian, so, Bears, Dolphins. Uh, the Bears and Dolphins. Um, I like the Dolphins a lot and I've said it before in this podcast. The Bears D, though, quickly, has been uh, widely renowned as the best D in the league, maybe equal to the Rams, people say. The Jags aren't necessarily performing as well this yeah, year. Uh, but the Dolphins slayed the Bear. <laughs> That'd probably be impossible unless they <laughs> dragged it into the water. A dolphin and a bear. Well, the do- well, if the dolphin gets dragged out of the water, the dolphin's going to lose instantly. True. Well, no, th- think, think of it like Pokemon and that they're, they're not in any environment. They're in a, a vacuum An arena. they can live. Okay. Uh, I'd still probably say the bear okay. just slashed it. Dolphin's slash. a nice... But the water, nice the water blow through like... <laughs> in, like <laughs> in the bear's eyes. <laughs> so dolphins kill sharks quite regularly. 
Yeah. Um, but well, they sharks do don't dolphins. have hands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but or the claws. D- dolphins kill sharks by swimming underneath them and then swimming straight up and basically jamming the underneath of the shark with their nose. Ooh. And you can't really do that to a bear. No. How does that kill the shark? Just just gets just, it like soft massive belly. internal is like yeah. hemorrhage. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, it just ruptures their insides. If the Pokemon, ha- if okay, we're gonna have this. Obviously, this is off topic. But <laughs> if the bear, the timer. <laughs> no, no, yeah, pause timer, pause timer. If the bear Pokemon, obviously, it's, it's turn based fighting. Yeah. The bear would obviously come forward. It would have some sort of like slash. The dolphin's going to feel that because it's very soft. Yeah? Yeah. And if a dolphin went forwards and did like its nose thing, you wouldn't necessarily think it's going to have much effect on the bear. Dolphins could swim very fast. but So it might do like a tail slap. If you think in Pokemon terms, it's going to like tail slap him or it's going to blow water at it. Well, no, but it's also going to have its nose jab. Squirtle, when it's first a Pokemon, it's a water, <laughs> it's a water Pokemon and like one of his attacks is like... Squirting water. Squirting water, yeah. It's <laughs> the name. Yeah, well, and it, ain't, and it ain't that effective against certain Pokemon. Well, so yeah, but like, that's just the nature of element-based damage. Well, yeah, so we are such nerds. The bear, Let's come back the bear to isn't a fire Pokemon, so it's not. It's <laughs> Lewis, Lewis is gone. <laughs> the bear's gonna win. Okay, the bear would win. But in this win. situation, in life the and dolphins won. <laughs> so the dolphins won. Let me find out my notes. I, uh, oh. Some of this game, I'm flustered. This is the best. Did you see the end of the game? Yes, I. I was in and out, and then I was saying to Ben before, while you were having a shower, um, oh, that, <laughs> a little bit of behind the curtain talk. <laughs> Ooh, um, <laughs> I was about the uh, fumble, fumble, yeah, and he was distraught. Oh, so distraught! I just saw him afterwards with like obviously a towel over his head. Yeah, I can't imagine a worse feeling. So I'll get into that now. So yeah, Sorry. obviously the no, Spoiler no, it's good. That, that set me up nicely. So the the bears, the game had happened before the game. Who cares? Okay, we haven't got very much time <laughs> left in this. Uh, so the dolphins <laughs> were going down the field. Frank Gore had just had been running like a saint, okay, um, and was getting them the dolphins down the field. Hundred and one yards. Frank Gore. He was on, they're on the goal line, okay. So you think, okay, go with Frank Gore again, uh, but he was gassed. Basically, he just ran too much. The guy's about forty five anyway, uh, and he was on the sideline, and you can see he's like gasping for air, and they're like filling him with water. Yeah. Things. And he didn't. So they put Ken- out of water. <laughs> so they put Kenyon Drake. That was terrible. They put Kenyon Drake back on. <laughs> Lewis, that was shocking. <laughs> Uh, we're professionals, <laughs> we swear. So they put Ken- <laughs> He's made himself laugh a lot. He's full of water as well. Please come out of his nose. <laughs> Don't go on the soundboard. I'm good, I'm good. Um, so, uh, Gore comes out the game, they put the sort of, you wouldn't say backup running back, but their committee, they share it. Uh, Kenyon Drake, be, yeah. Yeah, Kenyon Drake comes in uh, on the goal line attempt. Gets a, so the guy did make an impressive tackle, sort of like blocked him tackle sort of thing. Drake gets past him, but the guy's arm just gets the ball. He's fumbling as he gets to the goal line. No touchdown. The Bears recover the ball. Then So it's in overtime now. So mm. it's like, if they got that touchdown, they win. It, yeah. The Bears can go down and get a tu- uh, touchdown. Touchdown, yeah. Because that was the first possession. It was first possession. Okay. Yeah. So the Bears had a chance to go and get a, either a uh, touchdown, which would win the game, or a field goal. Uh, which would also win the game, actually. So touchdown or field goal would win the game for the Bears because the Dolphins had an attempt. Sorry, I'm teaching people about the NFL now. People, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this. Anyway, Bears go down there. They get a field goal. They miss it. So I, then the I Dolphins... This, yeah. I, I, I didn't say any more then. No, so then the Bears... So Kenny Drake's on the sideline just... Yeah, I saw that. under a towel, okay? <laughs> uh, so then uh, they then... The Bears miss the field goal. Dolphins get a chance to go again. It goes again. So any points now win the game. Uh, the, the Dolphins coach is I've, we both looked at each other well we both chatted about it and said it was a great coaching in our opinion yeah gave put, the put, Drake, so you yeah. saw Drake he, mm, he yeah, just yeah. put Drake back in the game That's and basically good. you can imagine said go and win it you just lost yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. go and win it 
Drake puts all that energy into it. He gets targeted three times out of the four. Uh, yeah. There's, there's four drive, plays. Yeah, yeah there's, he gets targeted three times and basically gets into field goal range. There, field goal kick comes out, kicks field goal, game winner. Drake is then back on the sideline for a good couple minutes. Under the towel again. The shame towel yeah. became the glory towel. The coaching behind that, I personally thought was incredible. Because you could have said, take him out, put Gore back in. Gore mm. is not necessarily going to have, he's gassed, he's going to be struggling. But Drake that can, had that can make that play a season. Yeah, definitely. And it could have, mm. yeah. and Or destroyed it. Yes. So both mm. ways, it made his season in a way. Yeah, yeah. But a massive decision by the coach because yeah. if that backfires. Yeah, they're thinking, why the heck do you put him back yeah. in? Uh, but yeah, he caught uh, caught a pass and then he rushed twice, I think. Um, and yeah, got him down the field. It was pretty cool, actually. It was a great end to that game. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm not going to recap anything else on that. That was fun. <laughs> a lot of dolphin about Great, track. fantastic. Um, so, Ben, my notes are shooting everywhere. Ravens-Titans. Ravens-Titans. That's me. There's a lot of love for the Ravens on this podcast because Ian's favourite team are the Ravens. And they shut out the Titans 21 nothing. Uh, the Titans just looked bad mm. and we said this last week and that they can have these games where they kind of impress you and you think that they've got weapons to do stuff as they did against the Jags and then they go and lose to the Bills and think okay maybe they can come back yes it's a, a tough Ravens defence to come against but you think they might be able to come back and just completely flop, fall flat on their faces they lose 21 nothing. they pooed the bed they did big time so <laughs> all, all we're going to talk about is the Ravens defence in a segment because the Ravens set a franchise record of 11 sacks, which, as of right now, is more than eight teams in the NFL have. The like, entire six So it's not period. combined, but as in each, each of those eight teams individually has less than the Ravens had in that one game. And 11 sacks is more, more sacks than Mariota's completed passes. So Mariota completed 10 passes and the Ravens had 11 sacks. And some quarterbacks complete like 42 passes in a week. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Moriota no Mariota dropped back 26 times so he went to pass 26 times and because he was sacked 11 times he was sacked on 42.3% of his dropbacks um, which is the second highest percentage in a single game since 1960 um, and the best bit and the only thing you really need to know is that the Ravens have now changed their name on Twitter to Ravens with 11 S's for 11 sacks <laughs> <laughs> the PR guy a pay rise yeah that, it was uh, it was a fantastic night for all Raven fans that's mm. for sure in slightly more serious analysis Alex Collins looked good he looked great good to see him coming back into some running form great scheme um, you said you had great scheme uh, for his touchdown his touchdown they did a lot of stuff in the backfield kind of similar to what you've seen the Rams and Chiefs do lots of motions and kind of which is refreshing because the Ravens don't have that approach historically they are, no, no. Uh, Michael Crabtree had a, a big game which yeah. is Bad news for Ian's fantasy team because he listened to my advice and played Jarvis Landry. <laughs> <laughs> if I was on to win tonight, it's fine. Um, yeah, Titans are bad. Ravens defense was very good. Okay, cool. I've closed my phone again. I'm having a Rams Broncos. So, every time you turn close your phone on Google Documents. Uh, oh, great! I have no notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is taking me by surprise. <laughs> oh, Ian. Okay, one oh, second. Let me go. Let me do this. I can do this. Can I knew. I this? knew what happened anyway. Uh, Case Keenum struggled like he always struggles for the Broncos. Um, Manuel Sanders is having a season. Oh, it makes me so mad. Uh, ben was playing against him in his fantasy team, went against him really. Uh, had a touchdown brought back, but then got another one later on in the game um, for the Broncos. But even though this game is 23 20 to the Rams, don't be fooled. Uh, the the Rams, Rams were all were over the yeah. Broncos. Uh, Todd Gurley is an unbelievable weapon for this team. He had 26 carries, I lied, 28 carries for 208 yards and two touchdowns. 
Um, you said last night, this is what Jeff Fisher it proves how terrible he was because yeah. um, <laughs> Todd Gurley's off-season was a terrible season under Jeff Fisher. A player who's doing these sort of numbers... Well, so Todd Gurley broke out his rookie year, which like, was with Jeff Fisher. Which yeah. was great, and so but it was the second year, which was Jeff Fisher's last year, yeah. where they just couldn't get anything going, and they were just awful as a team, mm. and they were the lowest scoring team in the NFL. And when you've got a weapon like Todd Gurley, and you've got a quarterback who can do what we're seeing Jared Goff do, yeah. you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, transformation is incredible under Sean McVay. Uh, Robert Woods has another big game. I also played yards. against Robert Woods. Yes, yeah, not good. We, it, 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 if I'm you're playing against team. someone who has Rams players, you're in trouble. Yeah, and definitely. Next week I'm playing against a person who has Gurley. Um, <laughs> but the Rams just look consistently good this year. Um, they're the only team now unbeaten in the NFL yeah. and heavily favourites for the, the Super Bowl. They are in the Super Bowl window and it could not be more clear. They spent a ton of money on a ton of players. Um, and it's, it looks like it's going to pay off for them. And I really hope it does, if I'm being honest. I'd like to see the Rams win the Super Bowl. Sorry about that yeah, poor analysis. Sure. I got taken by spoilers. <laughs> taken by spoilers. I know there's a Rams fan who watches this. I am, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. Shall I talk about Jags and Cowboys? Yes, because I've closed my notes. Fantastic. Um, so I don't know how the Cowboys have managed to do this. Um, number one, I don't know how they managed to win this game because it was against a Jaguars team that should have beat them comfortably. But the, the, the bigger thing is that they scored... 40 points, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was. So they win 40 to 7. Wow. And we're still insanely boring. Dak <laughs> <laughs> Prescott running the ball gave me a little bit of joy. Like, Dak Prescott outrushed the Jaguars. Like, he had, a, he had a great game, actually, in fairness to him. Hmm. But I, I still don't quite understand how I could. I, we watched a large portion of that Cowboys game because it was on the later kickoff. And they love to show them. But they do love to show the Cowboys. But somehow. Even with scoring 40 points, they're just not an exciting team to watch. No. Um, the, 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 the bigger thing, I guess, is the Jags' defense. Yeah. It's just broken. Yeah. Like, it, I, I it's looking like it's fully on the road. a shadow of themselves. If you had that offense, though, if you, so if you're playing for the Jags, you're, you're on the D, you need a little bit of like respite. Yeah, you need yeah. a little bit of help. Like even when, So when they had Fournette playing the Jags, at least he took time off the clock by running the ball and he was productive. Yeah. He'd get touchdowns, get yards, he'd take them down the field. They'd have more chances to throw the ball in areas where they're going to get a touchdown. Like Blake Bortles is just failing as their, as their quarterback and their offense is just doing nothing. They have, they have weapons on that team. A better quarterback would do more of that team. Oh, 100%. And I cannot believe they haven't traded for a Teddy quarterback. Bridgewater. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. Like, it's similar to the Broncos last year mm. in that they had a good defence, mm. but the offence was just coming off the field mm. so quickly that the, the defence is going to be paid. De- defence yeah. has got no time to yeah. actually rest or do anything. Um, Cole Beasley... So, <laughs> this is where it gets fantastic for me from a statistical standpoint, okay? I, I, I love... And I hate this for the Cowboys, but I love this stat. There were only two players on the Cowboys who had more than two catches. One of them... Or two or more catches. One of them was a tight end, Jeff Swain, who had two catches. Wow. The other was Cole Beasley, who had nine. Wow. So he had a player on nine catches, a tight end on two, and everybody else on one. And, he, and that one player, who they're clearly funneling the passing offense through, still managed to get nine catches for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. But yeah. Jags just let him do what they wanted. Cole Beasley, I don't know how it happened. I think it was two weeks ago, I said the same sort of thing, that uh, all, the, all the wide receivers for the Cowboys had one reception, and one wide receiver had two. Obviously yeah. now Beasley had nine, but they, it's such a bizarre... It's, it's, it's clearly not built to be a passing offense. No, um, but they have to. But <laughs> I, I lay the blame. Yes, Blake Portal was held. The blame for this game, and I'm going to put blame on it because it was a boring game, is on Conor McGregor. 
because somehow so he was on the Cowboys sideline and kind of involved before the game started. The UFC, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Conor McGregor, yeah, was at that game and was hanging out with some of the Cowboys sideline players. That's and during the game. Us. It's like the equivalent of being sat on the football bench in England. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's just there? there, just just because because he, he can. Cause he VIPs can. do um, tend to stand with the players in that. But I am a hundred percent convinced that he's the reason the Cowboys won this game. Because he'll keep, just kind of just rile them up and swear at them. Let's like, just yeah, remember, he's sucked at his sport recently, though. He, he he's lost the last three things he's done. He did and lose. that's including the Mayweather fight. Anyway. But it's McGregor's fault. But let's move on to Chiefs Patriots, the true shootout of the week. And another game I don't have notes for. So the <laughs> Patriots won 43-40 over the Chiefs. So the Chiefs were the uh, second remaining unbeaten team. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, yep. They were 5-0. and um, And again, this was always going to be a shootout because the Chiefs have another great offense and a poor defense situation. Um, and the Patriots matched them, which was great. Uh, the Patriots had a lot of questions about their offense in the first few weeks of the season. So actually to see them come through like this, um, and I don't think it's any coincidence that Sonny Michel is putting up consistent 100-yard games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's really helping them. They struggled before with a uh, running game, had injuries, and also James White isn't a running back necessarily. He's, he is a wide small receiver. wide receiver, <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, Tom Brady threw for 340 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Pat Mahomes threw for 352 yards, four touchdowns, but two inceptions. So after throwing his first one last week, uh, he's now thrown four in two weeks. Um, so maybe a little bit of sign that teams are starting to get used to what he does a little bit more. Uh, teams have had more film to study and things like that. I think that does have an effect. They've both been in closer games, I think that's the point. Yeah. Is up until now, Mahomes has like kind of led the Chiefs to 20-something point leads. Yeah. So he hasn't actually needed to throw that much whilst he's throwing lots of touchdowns. Yeah, it's true. Necessarily throwing lots of passes. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is just this comes when you're throwing the ball 30, 35 times, it's going to be interceptable passes coming in there. But so yeah. for the Chiefs, Kareem Hunt has been getting better and better and better as the season's gone yeah. as well. He had 10 carries for 80 yards and five receptions for 105 yards. Tyreek Hill, who's just a freak, had 142 yards on seven receptions and three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Uh, the guy is an absolute monster. Mm. Um, but um, it was great to see Rob Gronkowski. Mm. Um, yeah, big game. More, yeah, 97 yards on three receptions, so not a massive amount of receptions. Um, but the Patriots wide receivers did really well, actually. Um, yeah, and in general, yeah. just showed maybe a little bit more. A uh, lot of field goals as well. So I think they had five field goals um, in this game from the Patriots. Um, but yeah, they just showed a little bit of class. I think also a little bit maybe of revenge after the Chiefs beat them in the first game last season. Mm, definitely um, revenge game. Yeah. So the Patriots move to four and two, and the Chiefs go down to five and one. There we go. There are your game recaps with Ian and Ben, sponsored by no one. You know, if you fancy uh, (laughs) sending us some uh, money, you can have your name under that little bit, you know, that amazing segment. Fantasy forecast with Benjamin Button. Okay, so uh, who's on by this week? So we've got Pittsburgh, Seattle, Oakland and Green Bay on by this week. So on your fantasy teams, uh, make sure you do not plan any of those players into your team. Otherwise, you will lose. Correct. Um, So, Ben... Big pickups that you need to think about this week. So this is getting to the point in the season where it's not necessarily big pickups. These guys probably won't be um, league winners necessarily. Not they won't like completely change the trajectory of your season. Um, but some guys to look at. Um, Albert Wilson has kind of shown that actually the way the Dolphins want to use him um, is a way that he's capable of producing decent numbers on a consistent-ish basis. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be that'd be my worry. Yeah, and. And so it is a bit like that. Yeah. Um, but he, he kind of, it, I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill, but he's being used in a way that Tyreek Hill's being used for the Chiefs. And he's rapid. <laughs> he, he's very, very quick and he, he is doing good things. Um, and so it might be worth looking at him if he's available. He probably is. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, 
Uh, his past couple of games, he's had two consecutive games with seven catches and 100-something yards, um, two in a row, which has been good, as the Bears look pretty decent on offense now, yeah. which was kind of their downfall the first couple of weeks, yeah. is that they weren't really getting going on offense. Trubisky was struggling, but since then, they've kind of almost flipped that based on the game against the Dolphins. But anyway, um, Vance McDonald at tight end, you want a level of consistency from your tight end, and it's the riskiest, scariest and at times the fartiest position in yeah. football. <laughs> it, it, it kind of often feels a bit like... I do, I agree. Choosing tight ends. Do I have to play but, one? <laughs> yeah, right. But he is obviously part of the Steelers, um, and he's, he's their main guy. Jesse James is there, but as, as a tight end, he's their main guy. So, so I picked him up, not this week, the week before, uh, and then dropped him the week, that same weekend. Uh, he had 0.5 points and a half point PPR, so basically had one reception for under 10 yards. And that was his game. Then the, he, the week before he was incredible. Then this week he's incredible. Um, yeah. That's just a tight end position. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have that. But he, he's got he's definitely got potential to oh, turn totally up big agree. games um, as part of a big offense. And so, as much as it's allowed within the tight end position, you kind of plug him in with an expectation of a decent game with the potential for a good one. Um, and the last one would be Kiki Kuti, a wide receiver for the Texans. Terrible name. It, it's, it's not a great name, um, but I mean, I don't want to say anything about what his parents choose but anyway um, he's actually come in he's coming as a rookie and he's done okay for the Texans he's great. He, he, had a, he had a really good game the other week um, and he's developing a level of chemistry with Deshaun Watson which is good yep. uh, and with, with Will Fuller and his injury history yep. um, if Will Fuller drops out then he comes into a much much bigger part of his offense but even as kind of a gadget player he's looked pretty good for them so it might be worth stashing him if you've got some space on your bench I agree. So, uh, just quickly having a look at our uh, show fancy team, um, the uh, results from this week, we won 69 to 55. Just about. Lewis. Uh, so, we now go four, five and one, which is very nice. We only mm. have lost one game. We are scraping through these games. We really, really are. <laughs> skin of our teeth. We have a... But a win's a win. We had two, yeah, we had two of our, one, well, two big players on bye and we are lacking our best player through injury. Um, Leonard Fournette um, but we scraped well is game. Leonard Fournette our best player or is it Philip Rivers <laughs> yeah true <laughs> the way that he's been playing or the Ravens D <laughs> or the Ravens D um, yeah. so yeah that's what we're doing with our, our thing we spoke last night this is a little bit broken because it's a 20 man league which we both were not aware of um, but we will persist until the end of the season I do not see us winning it because we don't have the type of players that are going to get no. us the points you need against the big boys um, if, if we'd have taken let's say Melvin Gordon and we'd have Fournette, a better chance we'd, we'd probably we'd yeah, probably still be in a similar position record-wise, but we would we'd be would feel far more. Yes, we'd be putting team. up eighties and nineties instead of fifties and sixties, and hoping the other team do they poo the bed as well. Yeah, we had we had a really good week one where we scored ninety something points, and yeah. then since then it's kind of been a little bit. Yeah, um, and, and, and waivers is non-existent. We picked up, we managed to pick up Wendell Smallwood and Bullock, the Cincinnati kicker, off our waivers last few weeks. Smallwood was good with a Jai and IR. Yeah, um, so uh, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. So uh, thinking about obviously Lewis being a fancy football player one day, um, you know maybe this is the show team is what Lewis takes on in a league which doesn't include us, but he takes on the team and we then leave yes, him to go our and see how he gifts. To Lewis, he's a twenty-man fantasy team. Definitely a gift. I wouldn't give him this league. One. I'd put him in a different league. <laughs> we would make a separate team in a separate league. Anyway, a special league for special Lewis. Um, so that was ours. I'm uh, thirty points ahead of my opposition in our in our home league. Um, and he has Jimmy Graham left. If Jimmy Graham puts up 31 points, I'm, I will say it now to the millions listening, <laughs> I will quit fantasy football forever. forever. <laughs> if, if a tight end 
puts up more than 30 points, went on 30 points, said, I'm quitting. The system is broken. Okay. Uh, so I put that out there now. I swear yeah. to it. It's on, it's captured. It is captured. I do the editing. It will soon disappear. Um, so Lewis, learning with Lewis, you have Hello. to name, how are you feeling about it so far? Oh. You're sick of this now. You want to get past this one. I'll be honest, this has been quite tiresome. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Not just for me, I'm sure. <laughs> so we need the remaining starting callbacks in the last three divisions. Okay. Well, he hasn't even got a piece of paper this week. I'm very impressed. It's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. I've just seen it. Okay, let's go. Okay, so we've got AFC East. So you've got... I didn't even, I, yeah, you might have even done this one already. Divisions. Oh, man, I could have gone over old ones. I swear we started this in week five. <laughs> okay. I know, it's gone on forever, isn't it? AFC East. You've got the Bills is... McCain. Is that right? Not no. even close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on, McCarran. No, no. one quarterback, wrong team. Yeah, oh, that's the Jets. Yes. Yeah, but he's not the starting quarterback, but I'll give it to you. Okay. He okay. is a quarterback. It's Sam Darnold is a, is a starter, but McCown is a backup. Okay. But he would have been classed as a starter in preseason, which he'd be reading articles about. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Okay. <laughs> so we're going for McCarron. I've already done my Jets then. McCown. No, not McCown. McCown. McCarron is the Bills. Who Bills. Is, Bills. He no, the Bills. He's not on the Bills anymore. He's, he's on the, the Raiders. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So uh, no, yeah. Life is falling apart. Okay. Okay. So then um also in that league, Dolphins yeah. is Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Yeah. And then Patriots, Tom Brady. Yeah, Connor Lewis, I like that. Okay, and then AFC South, Titans. Wait, who's the Bills? Well, bit... well we said to yeah, him that he, he, he's got McCarran. Just, he's you got it wrong. Wrong. Yeah. wrong. Yeah. Just forget that ever happened. We're on a D minus so far. Okay. Uh, Texans Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Titans, Mariota. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. It's very good these guys' <laughs> teams. I, I think teams. this is an underrated. That you, you are nailing the teams. I, I can get the teams, no problem. Um, Colts <laughs> is luck. Yeah. And then that leaves the Jaguars mm-hmm. with Bortles. Lewis, this is good. You know that one. One more. One more AFC West. I'm giving you, the East, though, was uh, messed up, like... From what you would be reading, that was messed up. So you, you the Bills in particular coming into the season, yeah, the... and the Jets though. Jets McCown was there, yeah. so yeah, you did well there. Fine. Okay, um, so small solace. The Raiders. I've got Carr. Yeah. <laughs> the Forty Niners. Yeah. No. That's not in that. No. No. Then the NFC West. NFC. Hang on, then. No. No. AFC West. AFC Raiders. West. Raiders. The Rams. Philip Rivers. No. Wrong twice. No. Wrong on both counts. It's wires. Wrong division and wrong call. <laughs> so I'll give you the teams. AFC uh, Chargers. Chargers is Philip Rivers. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the uh, Broncos. Oh. I have mentioned. Give, give, give him the first name. Case. Case. Case Keenum, yeah, and then the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, yeah. You've edited a thumbnail of him in. You do, apart from that last little bit, you do get the teams really well. That is done, and if unless you're naturally following, so Lewis is starting to watch a little bit more of NFL Red Zone, which is great. Yeah, great. Um, But unless you're following it more and more, you won't keep up with it. 
No, that's just like that's not your fault. That's not your problem. That's well, just I, a fact. I, I am trying to, and obviously I'm understanding more names that you say all the time. Yeah, watching it. That's great. Yeah, some of the stuff I don't get it though. Like, oh yeah, having not really watched uh, anything like this before, is how much they celebrate when they make tackles. Yeah, they love it. Don't they? I was like, you imagine playing that in like English football, yeah. like tackling the ball. Like, uh. <laughs> it's like it's so alien to watch. No, because each play is broken up as well. Yeah, that gives them the opportunity. But also, if you think you have to play two hundred snaps, t- like t- going after someone, you need to hype yourself up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you would not be able to tackle or attempt to tackle two hundred times in the game. No, I think I think it's, I think it's great. It's just like so yeah, different to what we're used it, to. Yeah. That's why I love it. it. I love about it. Anyway, yeah. uh, so learning list is going to change a little bit probably uh, because we've done that now. So we're going to go down <laughs> a different avenue um, and we're going to make it a bit more. We said about maybe doing a little bit of a quiz, but we'll bring that in next week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so get involved. So that's the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, get involved on social media. Ben, what's that? At Englishman's NFL is on Twitter. Yeah, where we are most. That's where we do most of the stuff. We do have a Facebook page as well, so you're more than welcome to go see us over there. But we don't do a lot there. Um, and uh, like I said, we're on all the podcast stuff. Um, go check out the UK Ravens or our Twitter account because I did a little bit of a why I'm an NFL fan for them. It's on their website. Um, anything to say, Lewis? Just um, be just, safe. Just yeah. Just always look left, look and, right. left and right before crossing <laughs> the road. <laughs> especially if you listen to this you know while you're walking that's very true yeah. people don't rely on your hearing to hear the cars because yeah. we are blocking that and, and, and also electric cars electric cars are not madness madness, <laughs> madness. Uh, happy mid-October enjoy mm. uh, the rest of the day and uh, we'll see you next week great if, if, if the 10 week review goes well in a minute <laughs> which we're about to go and do well to be fair if it hasn't gone well with me it's not, not even post this I will say this if you're still listening uh, we're going to have some food all together because we hit our first target of listens. So you could feel proud for us and we're not going to tell you that number, but it's good. Um, and then we're going to have a little drink and we're going to chat future. So if we yeah. don't come back next week, it didn't go well. But would you even edit this and put it up if it didn't go well? I would. Just to say As goodbye. a parting goodbye. So should, just should in case, just, ha- just in case it never comes back. Thanks thanks for listening for the last 10 weeks. It's yeah, been, it's been fun, an experiment. we've decided to give up. Yes. This could be goodbye forever. But and it, to our friendship feelings. as well or is that only based on NFL yeah as soon as the show ends I don't want to see either of you ever again so whether that's t- tonight or whether care. that's in yeah. two, three, four years you know once that's done I don't want to see you or hear your voice ever again we're, we're show friends we're not friends friends definitely yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs>